top. Sure you want the rest of it? Dirty Harry Miller. Dirty Harry Miller. Dirty Harry Miller Podcast. Dirty Harry Miller Podcast. Every penny's worth. Welcome back to Dirty Harry Minute. The only podcast in the world to review every minute of the 1971 Warner Brothers film, Dirty Harry. I'm one of your hosts, John, and as ever, I'm joined with Tim. Hello. Shane. Hey, g'day. You're a guest, not a host. Trent, our other host. Why, hello there. And returning second guest, Glyn. Hello. How are you guys? Good. It's been a very trying week. Yes. We had the death of Stan Lee. We had the Burke Street tragedy. Yeah. But all is okay. Because today is McHappy Day. Is it? Is it? Yeah. Oh, it is too. Did everyone get their burger? No. Oh, no. I had one before. Shit. Oh. I didn't even realise. Part of that went to the Char- Royal Char- Charity Hospital. Royal Children's Hospital. Cool. The sponsor of our podcast. <laughs> right? That's yeah. Right. yeah. <laughs> Why are we mentioning? I mean, in the now? 80s, it was uh, Young Talent Time they used to uh, sponsor. Now it's Dirty Harry Minute. I mean, how mm-hmm. they've evolved yeah. in the last 30 years. There's some synergy there, clearly, yeah. between Dirty Harry Minute. Yeah. The burgers are not better at Hungry Jack. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Don't even mention the competitors. <laughs> Today we are reviewing Minute 49. The minute begins with Harry inside a train station wondering where to go and ends with Harry seating himself onto his train slash tram slash vehicle seat. What did you think of this movie, Shane? I was very confused because I thought it was a train station and then now seeing it on the big screen because I've been watching this on my phone... I'm like, that is not a train. It looks more like a bus, but you're, you're telling me it's probably a cable car, is it? That's they call it a cable car is just where the, the cable goes underneath the ground, <laughs> like the, the 19th century style. A this tram, is a, yeah. a, a tram, a trolley, they call it, or trolley a tram. tram. Articulate, yeah. So, which is like a Melbourne tram, is it? A, above. I think so. Yeah. And so, electric. these are the ones that go across the river? No. Weren't there ones that would actually go across the river? Gondola. That is a gondola. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But I thought, because I thought there were ones that were like attached to the bridge or something would actually like go across the river that way. I, don't, I didn't know the service. Oh, that's part of the, is that part of, sorry, listeners. Everyone's shaking their head at us right now. The bar to the muni system, I'm not sure. <laughs> but yeah, what do you think of this minute, Tim? That was good. I, I like the, um, the sort of tense. This is the first phone ring, isn't it? That yeah. we see, well, after the after the marina, but uh, the first location that he gets to, the first run and ring. He's pretty. He looks pretty good for having run eight kilometers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've always felt in the movie though, like maybe just because Clint's a bit lanky and tall. I'm a short man, but he sort of looks a bit stiff when he runs. Like he's not really giving it his all, or he's doing a very good Hollywood impersonation of running. It's more like just. Fast jogging. When he comes down the stairs, I think he's not running full pelt, but he's acting as if he's running full pelt. I, I got that impression. Yeah. I Probably think done it right. a few times in that night. The cameraman's like slow down. Like it's like you've got to swing wide when you punch and you've got to run slow when you run. doesn't read as running. <laughs> I, think, I think he's one of those people that just doesn't like to run for public transport. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, I- you know those types? <laughs> uh, yeah, that's me. I will catch the next one. That's fine. I'll be late. Also, I think he just doesn't have appropriate footwear. <laughs> yeah. I'm 
Or, or um, outerwear. <laughs> His yeah, old exactly. vest. And, and yeah, it's, it's difficult to go running in a jacket that has patches on the elbows. He's wearing a tie, so he's like, I'm going to run from all over town, but I'm not going to loosen my tie at all. I'm not, I'm not a scumbag. Like, I'm going to look sharp. Exactly. He really should just change into that gym clothing in his bag. Back, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, that, I'm just looking up this station he's at now. Forest Hills. Forest Hills. Yeah, on and, the Muni line. Uh, and it's a light rail. Yeah. Now, it yes. used to be, yeah, First Street Railroad car. So, kind of like what here in Melbourne we call a tram, basically. So yeah. Is this an interchange where there's trains and trams and... Buses and... Right. Yeah, I mean, light rail it looks like. Do they say why uh, Scorpio refers to it as a K car? K car. I was wondering that he, too. He is that, that the name of the line? Good. Is K the line? I think it is. Yeah, the K Ingleside on the Muni Metro line, something like that, yeah. Yeah. So get on the K car, get on the K cart. Is it? Yeah. It? Yeah. It means like K line and yeah, you're on a tram. Maybe Scorpio was just rehearsing like a little rap he was getting, get on the K line, the K car. Yeah. <laughs> He's a man of great words. Did you notice there's a couple of kids necking there? Oh, I just, just saw that as you've paused on it. <laughs> you think... That's Scorpio with a doll. <laughs> <laughs> There's always a couple of kids necking in this movie. It happens three other, two, two other times, I think, fine. The same extras, or? No, <laughs> I don't know. Now, I think if you did another Google search, Glyn, it's intimated that that woman, well, some people seem to think it's, it was then Clint's wife at the paperback stand. Um, Is that Scorpio necking? Maggie Eastwood, right there. Near the book stand, the paperback stand. Yeah. Yeah. Because later on, we'll see, you'll obviously see it's his son's name, Kyle, is written in graffiti. Okay. In the so, what, was this her big break? Like, <laughs> she wasn't <laughs> Like, actress. a quarter second. Oh, so he was married to a non-actress. Yeah. Oh, the one, the lady with the, what do you call it, scarf? Or yeah, the scarf. Like the chaste woman. Yes. That's Forest Hill singular, by the way. <laughs> we in, Listeners in Melbourne, we have a suburb called Forest... Hill. Hill. Yeah, the same Which would it. love a tram, but probably has never had one. We were in Vermont South, yeah. Sure. Oh, you do recently, yeah. yeah. That's right. 72, 75, 75, I think. It's a good tram to fall asleep on to the well, end of the line. You'll have to. It's over an hour to the city. <laughs> it's a nightmare. Now, much like the futuristic shell phone casing we had, I think there's an object next to the store, uh, the stairs that Harry runs down. Is that a rubbish bin or a oh, cigarette? Oh, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> looks quite big for our. Is it a garbage receptacle? Yes. Sure. Yeah, it's a big bullet. Oh, shit. <laughs> big magnet. What do you think of this minute, Trent? Oh yeah, it's good to look at the uh, design of the subway. I love the tiling and everything. It's yeah, magnificent. Looks oh, quite British. It does, doesn't it? Mm. Do you think the passengers know do not spit? Because I don't see any sign. Like I love, yeah, I love the big brown, like, <laughs> oh, disgusting yuck. scunge. Is it poo or blood? Well, or tobacco? It's, yeah, it's probably from tobacco spits. <laughs> and I love, like, you know, there's a few missing tiles out of the wall and stuff like that. It's cool. Um, John, do you, think, <laughs> do you think that graffiti's with the, word, the name Kyle was purposely... Yeah. Put on, yeah, put on there. For the film? Yeah. I think so. I think so. Is it a clue? What does it mean? His son, Kyle. Whose son? Clint Eastwood's son. 
He has a son called Kyle. Well, what about Scott? Not quite. <laughs> <laughs> Is he around then? So it's not pertinent to the plot. It's just part of his writer. I get to write whatever graffiti in whatever scene I want. Another quote here. The editor knows when to have no music at all. Music is just to get you from point to point, but not in the scene itself. There's no overtop music during these chase scenes, just the sounds of the city. Do you think it's very effective, Glenn, not to have music here? Or it's certainly conspicuous by its absence? No, it works. The sound of these footsteps... Yeah, great ADR gives here. You the, gives you the tension. It's like that old-fashioned foleyed footstep sound with lots of echo. So, no, I think it works. It increases the tension. So, all in all, we're still happy with the pacing of this. I mean, for us, we're looking at, like, the clothing and the decor, and to us, it's fascinating, but would it survive a, a modern edit today, Tim? I think in the... Like, if they did this today, you'd probably have a bit of background music, wouldn't you? To, to sort of up the tension. Somehow they would have found a way for him to have his gun out at this stage or something. <laughs> yeah, that, I mean, pacing was so different, but mm. this would be a TV show now. Yeah. yeah. So they'd make a Dirty Harry TV show or something like that. I mean, is there good running in streets of San Francisco, Trent? Is yeah, there is. Of, yeah. yeah, yeah, a lot of zoom shots of cars turning corners from the top of buildings. Yeah, it doesn't really sort of have a Harry feel to it because, you know, they're sort of by the book cops. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. What about the new Lethal Weapon show? Is, is that set in San Fran? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> it's, so, it's dead now, thankfully. <laughs> that didn't last long. No, I think it lasted like two series and then cancelled. <laughs> Thank God. Now, I'm loving the bookshop there at the station. That used to be such a common thing in a lot of train stations in the western world it said used books as well yeah 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 fascinating and um yeah i mean in australia you just don't see that sort of thing now and i imagine a lot of the western world i mean in europe just in airports now yeah but even in europe you know you see the the chain stores there's no independent things like a used bookstore or anything like that it's relay and all those other chains I still miss the underground concourse in Spencer Street. Oh, so Station. why? That was yeah. amazing. Yeah. I think there was like two or three phone booths. Like, no, yeah. two or three photo booths. You know, the old fashioned ones? Like two or three of them in the whole. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's, st- there's still the one in Flinders Street. Yeah. yeah but that's kind of dingy and shitty. So was the one at Spencer. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you can still get to the one at Spencer. It's been blocked off, but there's just a board basically up there. Oh, Cave planners can get in, and can they? Yeah, there, there is a way into it. I've, I've never been down myself, but... Sure, yeah. you haven't. It sounds like you haven't. <laughs> oh, there must be like weird, awesome, unexplored tunnels mm. in, in the Melbourne underground. Yeah, not a hell of a lot. There's a couple, though. But uh, yeah, like you can access some from near Parliament and go through... Like Parliament Garden, Treasury Gardens, and then through there. Okay. Yeah. We haven't had any stations that were like closed, though, have we? No, because it's only been around since the early 80s, our subway system. Okay. Yeah. 83, I think it opened. And uh, it took them 12 years to build it, which is wow. insane. Quick. Yeah. Because mm. <laughs> <laughs> we're building four more stations, and yeah. that'll probably take 12 exactly. years. <laughs> so one day we could hopefully have abandoned train stations. Hopefully. And then one day we could hopefully have Ninja Turtles having their yeah, way yeah, yeah, exactly. And later on, Dark City. That's <laughs> right, exactly. The Matrix. Yeah. I, I remember when I was a kid, I thought it would be the coolest thing ever to live in like an abandoned train station. It looked like so much fun. The 
because of the Ninja Turtles. Yeah, because of Ninja Turtles, basically. Yeah. I used to feel like such a nerd when we got out. Melbourne Central used to be called Museum. Remember yes. that? Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm going to the museum. <laughs> what? Was it? Yeah. 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 Really? Yeah. What? In you reference, in reference to what? Uh, the, when the museum, the museum was across the road. Yeah, yeah. You know where the state library is now? Oh, yeah. The museum used to be in there. Ah. But then, yeah, then they decided to name it after a commercial institution. But to be fair, everyone called it that anyway. Everyone called it Melbourne Central Station. Because it was it. Yeah. Did they? Yeah, people, like, when for ages never called it museum. It would be like, you'd be like, museum, and they'd be like, Melbourne Central. And I was like, oh, yeah, right. Really? Yeah, Melbourne Central was when they built the cone shape. Yeah. yeah. Which I always remember as Daimaru. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's right. Daimaru Station. Daimaru Station. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you like the cinematography in this minute, Glenn? I mean, it's all still pretty dark and uninteresting, um, but it's meant to be. This is meant to sort of be all... I don't know if procedural, it's not really, it's not a procedural, but it's all pretty matter of fact. Like, I like anamorphic lenses, but there's no awesome anamorphicness in these shots. So, yeah, they're all pretty boring. Like, um, this section isn't about cinematography, I thought. This section's all about, like, rat- yeah, ratcheting up the tension. Because, you know, there's, young, there's a young woman's life at stake, John, and you're all asking us about shots and cinematography. What about this poor girl? Mm. You heartless bastard. Well, I'm heartless because I'm a stickler for procedure. And <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. As we know, kidnapping is a federal offence. Do you think exactly. anyone's thought to bring the, the feds in? <laughs> we can handle this ourselves. That's right. I'm sure the feds are involved. But remember, he said he wanted Callahan. Yeah. So. I think Clint atoned for this many years later when he did J. Edgar. This is a good question. Is Was kidnapping still like a FBI jurisdiction in these days? Mm. Was it clawed mm. back? The movie Edgar, I think, says the Lindbergh case was the when the, the the government finally gave the FBI the power to carry firearms and um, yeah to track kidnappers. So do we think Callahan's had like training, or he just gets all the shit jobs? Like he's just picked it up. Every oh, hostage dirty negotiation. job comes a schlong. Yeah. But he's not. See, porno. See, I told you. <laughs> Even you. See, subconsciously, it's working its way into your brain. Yeah. Dirty. Sorry, Shane, we interjected. No, um, do we think that he's, like, specially trained or he's just, like, I talk to um, people on the top of the building and do hostage negotiations <laughs> and I just pick up any odd job? Today's standards would say that that's extra training. You don't, you don't just send any old guy... Yeah, with our previous episode with Evelyn when we were introduced to Chico and with I was sort of saying Harry laughs at the idea that you can learn criminology or sociology at uni. He goes, you sort of, sociology, you'll go far. Yeah, right, like yeah. you have to, he goes, you know, to learn about human nature and evil and stopping the bad guys, you need to just learn day by day on a the A few on failures, a few jumpers that you can't talk <laughs> out and yeah. you're like, oh, those things are not worth saying to someone who's threatened. I okay. always just thought the idea is that he's like the classic man's man and it's like bloody school, you know, it's like, <laughs> you got a problem, just punch it. Like, I always thought that was, you know, every, 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 every problem is a nail and he's a hammer. Yeah. That's like how that's he's like a classic man's man who wears v-neck jumpers and suits. <laughs> but he, he doesn't Sorry. have the standard police issue gun, does he? It's it's a- BYO, I think we decided. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he brought his own <laughs> massively impractical gun with his oversized bullets in the station. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> or moonshine bullets. We're worried about that, Trent, weren't we? We will indeed. <laughs> I just I just noticed 
Yeah. There, there's the yellow pages. Oh, yeah, <laughs> phone directory below, below the, the phone days. booth. Amazing. So he can be by the book in this case. And do we think that's Scorpio or no? Necking in the front. Row. <laughs> no, blocked off. <laughs> that would be a good cover though. But to me, it's like if he could, I don't know, maybe. his hair it kind of looks the same. It yeah, does, totally. Is it young girl wearing a pashmina or what is it? A shawl? Yeah, it's- <laughs> that's a woolen shawl. Come on. Pashmina. No, it's the blood from the 70s. Well, so see, this, <laughs> this just reminds me of that shot in Hook. Where so apparently you know that shot in Hook where there's the couple <gasps> kissing on the bridge. Yeah, yeah. That's Carrie Fisher and um, George Lucas. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it just reminds me of that, and I'm just wondering that, that you know is oh this gosh. a famous screenwriter slash actress slash and then <laughs> kissing a, a, a schlocky director who had th- yeah. three good movies <laughs> and then <laughs> and then bitched for twenty years. Shane, the whole um, phone booth, the phone booth relay game. Yes. Do you like the sim- the symbolism that, you know, the criminals are literally making the call? Making the call, <laughs> pulling the strings. Yeah. Yeah. I don't mind a, a pun or a ham-fisted, you know, it's signposting, <laughs> but it's working well. I think it's exciting. These minutes where he's running. Uh, he's, yeah, he's just being dangled and yeah. he's just going where he needs to go. So. Has anyone re- here recently seen Die Hard with a Vengeance? Yeah, I watched it today because you asked me to watch it. That doesn't sound like something I'd ask. No, it doesn't. Wow. But yeah, the, the, it does remind me of the, but you know, you haven't got a, an awesome German accent for one. <laughs> like how much better if it would, if this, if this, if Scorpio had a German accent, that would be hilarious. And if he did this in riddles, he doesn't do, he did riddles at the start, right? Sort of riddles-ish. No, not really. Unlike the real Zodiac killer, it was just, give me money, give me money, 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 money. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they haven't met, right, by this stage. The criminal has just been by himself. Like, yeah. yeah. I wonder if he saw anything of Harry on the rooftop gun exchange when he was firing. Probably didn't really see Chico and Harry, what they look like. A little bit, I reckon. Maybe. Yeah, hard to tell. Yeah. But yeah, it does remind me of the Die Hard with a Vengeance stuff. But the Die Hard with a Vengeance stuff is more intricate and there's no know. bombs. Yeah, exactly. There's no bombs. And the, the riddles were cool. Like this whole ransom. Well, the first letter that he sent was just plain extortion, right? Like, give me money or kill more people. This one's yeah. actually, I've got something you want. Give me money or the girl dies. Do you think if he had have set up a meeting, if the mayor had allowed them to put it out in the paper saying we'll meet up with you, do you think Scorpio would have? done this same trial like to give him the money if you agree we'll set up a meeting i reckon he would have done something worse yeah or what yeah that's the whole thing scorpio's like a crazy person like he he wants attention he wants to do messed up shit i don't think it i, I don't think it matters i think in, in situations like this like whatever you try to do to appease this person it's not going to work because the fact is they want to do something <laughs> shitty and all they're yeah. doing is looking for a justification so this is like asking a politician a question and they're just going to launch into whatever they want to do, <laughs> exactly. whatever they want to say. Exactly. Yeah. So, you know, you can drive yourself crazy thinking about that kind of stuff. But, um, yeah, I think whatever he, whatever happened, he would have just found an excuse to be shitty. I think it's taken a lot of planning for him to, like, work out which phone booth, when we're going to get him to run, how long is it going to take. Especially if he's not watching him, then he's got to, like, time that out and, yeah... It's just taking a lot of planning. Yeah. But I think that's the whole idea of the character, though, is that 
He's not as smart as he thinks he is. He's trying to be relatively methodical, but he's still kind of dumb. <laughs> That's really the joke. I always thought, like, he's mm. kind of childish and silly. Yeah. Well. Well. <laughs> well. <laughs> you know, you guys really hate my quotes, right? Because you can't, they're so good. You don't know if they're real or if I've just made them up or if yeah. I've stolen them. Yeah. Or if I'm attributing one quote to another person. Would you like to hear another quote? Yes, please. Yes, please. All right. Um, following on, Tim, we had last minute you were talking about Scorpio said, I don't care if it's a Pekingese pissing on a lamppost. <laughs> and was that a racist slur or just about a dog? Well, um, I'd just like to end with a quote from Pete Townsend about his album, All the Best... Was it Trent? All the Best, All the best Cowboys Have Chinese Eyes. Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Yeah. That's an actual quote from Pete Townsend. That's a, t- a title of an album. In 1982? Okay. Well, that's... It's art. He's allowed to do whatever he wants. It's art. Well, when he was determining this title, he said, quote, I had in mind the image of the average American hero, someone like a Clint Eastwood or John Wayne, someone with eyes like slits, who is basically capable of anything, any kind of murderous act to get his people to safety. To those people he's saving, he's a knight in shining armor. Forget the fact that he cut off 50 people's heads to get them home. If you are really a good person, you can't hide it by acting bad. And if you're a bad person, you can't hide it by acting good. People spend most of their time looking for evil and identifying evil outside themselves. But the potential for evil is inside you. You can't hide what you're really like. Pretty metal. That was pretty metal. Sorry, I did an American accent, not a, yeah, not, not a West that, London accent. Like, that would have been like, you, have to, you can't hide what you really like. <laughs> you know. Do you think that's true for Scorpio and Harry? That no matter what they do, they can't suppress their... Uh, well, is Harry innately good? No, I think that I, I, I understand the idea that, and that's and it is an interesting idea, but no, like, it's, he's a character in a, in a movie. Like, <laughs> our favourite movie. Well, your favourite movie. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's meant to be, the, the whole thing is that he's that classic, like, old-fashioned, stoic, manly guy, um, you know, who doesn't take no shit from nobody and stuff. But, uh, yeah, like, the whole thing is, like, it's like doesn't, doesn't his wife left him and all this kind of stuff? Like, He's dead. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Sorry, bro. Do you think in his normal life, Scorpio could pretend to hide his badness? Do you reckon it's always going to come out if you settle down behind a desk, Shane, like you working nine to five, he could suppress his- Like me, I really like, I really like this yeah, implication. Yeah, that's, that's sweet. Yeah, yeah, there's no way you would know, John. There is no way. Um, I think he couldn't hide how socially awkward he was. Because that's the whole thing about Scorpio. He doesn't, he doesn't know how to relate to people, I thought. That's the whole- Do you think Townsend could get away with his description now about Chinese eyes, eyes like slits and so I don't know. If I think maybe, look, I think that people would get get offended, but I do get the whole, like, the squinty, tough, stoic guy thing where you're, like, squinting all the time. Um, They ruined a perfectly good wagon, serviceable wagon movie with all that campy singing. (laughs) Gonna paint your wagon. Anyway. Nice. You and your Simpsons references. McGarnagle. Well, that's all I've got for this minute. Anyone have anything else to say? Tim, are you... All good. All good. Worked up a sweat seeing Harry sweat. (laughs) We'll catch you next time on... Dirty Dirty Harry Harry Minute. Minute. Minute.